0: is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here
1: we go! Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go! Your friends don't play fantasy? LOL. What a bunch of nerds. Let's go! Now,
0: here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie,
2: and Heath. All right, the Wednesday morning show. Welcome, everybody, to Fantasy Football Today. It is an Adam, Jamie, Heath show, and we are talking trade. Yeah, a lot of trade. You ready to make some trades today, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. There we go. And you ready to play some FanDuel? Play your daily fantasy football on FanDuel.com. Go to FanDuel.com and click the Join Now button. And when you do that, you just type in the code CBSPOD. That'll get you free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over a million dollars in cash prizes. Again, make your first deposit on FanDuel and sign up with the code CBS Pod, And that is void where prohibited. We have a lot to do today. I decided... I'm just going to be lazy today and let the listeners program the show. So I'm just using a ton of listener questions. How do you guys feel about that?
0: Well, I I think we should back up for a second there and say you're always lazy.
2: That's true, but extra lazy.
0: Not necessarily with your work, but I just think in life. Like you never leave your house. (laughs) I'm leaving it tonight. I'm going out tonight. You barely
2: shave. That's... Are you going to wear a hoodie? I am not going to... I don't know what the... No, it should be nice out. I'm not going to wear a hoodie.
0: It's also... um, Uh, a a time of day when most people have actually been outside and you've yet to even know what the weather is. I went
2: outside last night to take the recycling out. I don't feel like I need to go out again. Not for 24 hours. It's my rule. That's
0: good now that that, uh, your laziness is creeping over to your work.
2: I am going to see a jack-o'-lantern blaze tonight. It's like this thing where they take a bunch of jack-o'-lanterns and they make cool structures out of them. Should be fun. So there, are you jealous? Alright, favorite buy low, favorite sell high. Heath, give me your favorite buy
1: low. I really think there's a good opportunity to buy low on Doug Martin. Uh, He's got uh, a great schedule coming up in the second half of the season.
2: Are, are, you, are you like making fun of me or is this real? No, no, it's why? Cause that's who I put in the notes for, for my. Really? But I wasn't really sure if he was a buy low, but I like him, and he might be a buy-low after this week. No, I'll be
1: honest. I forgot that I was supposed to have a buy-low, and so I just read the one out of the notes. Oh, okay. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) He's a buy-low. No, he's definitely a buy-low. Doug Martin is? Yes. I think Alshon Jeffrey is as well. There's one.
2: Well, I was going to say about Doug Martin. I'm not sure about this week because Carolina still has not given up double-digit fantasy points in standard to a running back. But that's why this is the time to buy-low. Yeah, or maybe after this week, but— Yes, uh Doug Martin. I just love the. I just love his opportunity, and he's got a really good schedule down the stretch. And all right, t- tell me why Alshon Jeffrey's a buy low.
1: I don't think that they're all of a sudden going to throw the ball to Nelson Agholor 15 times a game and not throw it to Alshon Jeffrey. I expect he's still going to get his targets. He's going to get have a big game against San Francisco this week and get back on track.
2: Okay, Alshon Jeffrey, by low. Doug Martin, by low. Jamie Eisenberg, eating breakfast. What is it that you have? Uh, what are you eating, Jamie?
0: I just had a piece of,
2: uh, honeydew, some fruit. Oh, that's very nice. Honeydew. People are pretty split on honeydew. it, is not. I don't even think it's a top 10 fruit. I don't think it has to
0: be a top 10 fruit to still be good though.
2: That's true. Cantaloupe or honeydew? Where do you stand on that?
0: Honeydew.
2: Cantaloupe. Yeah, cantaloupe. What is sure. the best fruit, Adam? Well, I changed my mind a lot, but I think it's strawberries.
0: Okay, strawberries are solid. What's your? It's pretty clearly tomatoes.
2: <laughs> That's such, like that is the <laughs> trolliest thing. That. that is the
1: trolliest comment I've ever. It's definitely it's no not sexual comment you've ever heard. They're
2: like fringe fruits to begin with, and like they're good, but you can nobody sits there and has like a bowl of
1: tomatoes after can dinner. You imagine your life without tomatoes and how terrible it would be. You know my
0: my wife and. I think almost our entire family they hate tomatoes. It's so weird to me.
1: Yeah, weird. like no, I pizza, love tomatoes. Barbecue sauce. Well, they'll ketchup. they'll eat
0: them. They'll eat them, but like they'll have salads without tomatoes. That's weird. It's very weird.
2: Hmm. All right, well, glad. Uh, I I can see the utility of tomatoes. Very important to you, Heath. I the appreciate number one that.
0: fruit. And my my oldest son, who's five, will eat cherry tomatoes like they're M and M's.
1: That's interesting. Oh, I'm the same. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah, I'll just sit down and eat a tomato like an apple. That that's weird. Disgusting.
2: Freakishly weird. Uh, Jamie, favorite by low.
0: Favorite by low. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite by low. I was looking at DeMarius Thomas. I was trying to trade for him. Look, he's, uh, he's gone now. I think it's 11 games, 12 games without a touchdown. That's going to change at some point. So, you know, I don't know if he's going to have a 10 touchdown season at this point, but he can still get five or six and the games are running short on that. So when that starts to happen, You'll be happy he's on your team.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good call. And, and I did a little research just b- because I, I'm doing a buy-low or heck-no segment. I asked our listeners who they thought were buy-low candidates, and Brent suggested Demarius. So here's what I can tell you. He's number 48 right now at wide receiver in standard. That's crazy, number 37 in PPR. Uh, and that's with the 17th most targets amongst wide receivers, and he's had a buy. So he's still getting a lot of targets coming off a very disappointing week uh week 7 against the Chargers two catches for 9 yards but next 3 opponents he had, he had
0: a bogus uh pass yeah. interference call that took away about a 50 yard catch
2: next 3 opponents for De'Marius are among the six worst in the NFL against uh wide receivers Kansas City Philadelphia is probably a little better than that just because they've had injuries and then New England he he also has a good schedule down the stretch um, I will say so though Demarius. I
0: just actually made a trade offer this morning because my quarterback situation is an utter mess and because of keeper stuff, uh, there's a guy in my league, one of my buddies, has Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson. He's going to keep Deshaun Watson next year as the 13th round pick, so he's not going to trade him. But he needs parts. So I sent him Demaryius Thomas, Derek Henry, and Alex Collins for Brady to see if he'll do it.
2: We'll okay. see if that gets it done. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Let's move on to our favorite sell-high candidates. Does anybody actually have a favorite sell-high candidate? Oh, I do. Oh, okay. Who you got? Nelson Aguilar. Oh, yeah?
0: The best sell-high candidate you could possibly find. You being serious? Yes.
2: Okay. He's too many touchdowns. added off
0: waivers who scored a touchdown in three straight games. Heath told you why Alshon Jeffrey will most likely be better than him rest of the Okay.
2: Definition of sell-high. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Uh, you bet. Uh,
1: Heath, without any honeydew in your mouth, any sell-high candidates. I've just got tomatoes. Yes, I will say you have just a little bit of time, a few days left, to sell high on Deshaun Watson. And I think people might get a little more excited because he just had his buy. so you don't have to worry about quarterback. He can be your only quarterback for the rest of the year. I don't like Watson at all this week. And Watson is not the quarterback that's going to win a fantasy championship for you. Week 15 at Jacksonville. Week 16, your fantasy championship, Pittsburgh at home. Yeah, that's a good
2: point. Uh, also has the Rams on the schedule, Arizona, who has not been good against quarterbacks. And that's why I uh, I suggested DeAndre Hopkins, and I was going to ask you, instead of saying, yeah, sell high on DeAndre Hopkins, I want to know what you guys think. So far, this is where the, the opponents in the six games that DeAndre Hopkins has faced. Uh, this is where they rank in fantasy points allowed to to wide receivers. He did score a touchdown against Jacksonville, garbage-time touchdown, but they're second-best. Cincinnati's 10th-best, and he scored, I think, seven points against them. New England, Tennessee, Kansas City, and Cleveland, let's just say that they stink. Their past defenses have been terrible. So Hopkins has had a great year, and he's had a great season, but he's also had a very good schedule. He's got Seattle this week, then the Colts. That should be good. Then the Rams, their fifth Then the Cardinals, they're 28th, but you think they should probably put Peterson on him, and they're very good against number ones. Baltimore allows the third fewest points to wide receivers. Then there's Tennessee, which is a good matchup. San Francisco, which is a good matchup. And then those same two matchups, weeks 15 and 16 that Heath mentioned, Jacksonville and Pittsburgh, they are second and first in fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. So I don't – you know, it's interesting. You look at Hopkins, and you can look at the schedule and make a case – You can look at the fact that Will Fuller's back and say maybe the targets go down, make the case you sell high, but I don't want to get into the I don't want to make it like a Todd Gurley situation where we're selling high on just a great player that's matchup proof. So, um, what do you think about Hopkins? Would you hold him or would you try to sell him? And I would just say I tried selling him last week for Melvin Gordon, for Lashawn McCoy, um, Kareem Hunt. It did not work, they were all rejected, but I thought, I thought there was a chance. That's
1: shocking really. No, I, 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 look, why
2: is that so, that's the thing, like I'm getting ridiculed for it. I don't think that's crazy at all. I mean, if you were doing a a draft right now, it's very possible that, that Deshaun that DeAndre Hopkins would go ahead of Leshaun McCoy. I think maybe it was rejected because he was on a bye, but I think it's fair to ask for, for first round caliber or early second round caliber running back for DeAndre Hopkins. Would you do it though?
1: If I can get first round caliber, absolutely. No question. Yeah, but but he might be first
2: round caliber himself, right? Hopkins. He has been. He he may not be moving forward. Right.
0: I, I think the one thing though to keep in mind is that it's I don't know if it's a small sample size with with Watson, but bad quarterback play last year, mediocre quarterback play two years ago, and he was fantastic. Absolutely. And so this is arguably the best quarterback he's had in his career. Right. Yeah. So I I I think it's just. It's not bad to try and sell him. The the only problem is is like if you're selling him for for good running back talent and the guys that you mentioned clearly are good running back talent. We're now entering a, a phase where we don't know moving forward. We have a one game sample size for the Packers guys, they're bad so far, right? Mm-hmm. Nelson and Adams, potentially going to be bad. The chance that Larry Fitzgerald is going to be bad.
1: Yeah, I would say likelihood and
0: you don't have Odell Beckham. So it's, it's hard to get a receiver that is playing at his level in terms of Hopkins and may still be good even with some tough matchups. Yeah. He will while be While the Rams are a good defense, does that, is that one where you're completely getting no, away from him?
2: No, he will be good. You're not getting, I don't even think you're going to get away from him this week at Seattle. If he lines up on the left side of the field, he maybe won't see that much Sherman. Who knows? Yep. Um, I just think, I don't know that he's a sell high, but I think he's a number two wide receiver in fantasy. I, I don't, think he'll be that going forward so Agreed. if you can get I think McCoy for Hopkins is a fair trade
0: I just want to clarify because I, I you sounded a little hard you, he's the number two he is yes yeah you sound like you said he's a number two.
2: Oh no sorry he's the number yeah. two so far yeah just want to clarify all right the other guy I wanted to ask you about is a sell high what if I told you there was a running back whose previous three seasons all ended with an injury and he's gotten 32 or more carries in three of his last four games. Would you want to get rid of that guy? Is it four years in a row or three years in a row? It's three, right? It's Le'Veon Bell, obviously. Yeah. Last three years. Is it four?
0: I remember with the playoffs.
2: I thought it was three. regardless Regardless. Um, isn't he in his fourth year, by the way, or is he in his fifth year?
0: This is his fifth year.
2: Okay. Probably That's... right. His
0: third year. Um, you got to get two starters, if not three starters, in return for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. And by starters, like good starters, not Dwayne Washington or DeAndre Washington, Jalen Richard starters.
2: <laughs> right, right. So let's think of a, a hypothetical that you would, might – would you give up Le'Veon Bell for Carlos Hyde and Jarvis Landry?
0: No. I mean I, I, I'll tell you I was on the opposite side of it where somebody was trying to sell me Le'Veon Bell, and it's a, a league that you and I are in together, Adam, where we've talked about you know maybe some potential trades where I have three elite running backs and a fourth one who's pretty good in Ezekiel Elliott, Kareem Hunt, Devontae Freeman, and Jarek McKinnon. And the Le'Veon Bell owner wanted two of my top-tier guys for him. Now, given the uncertainty of Ezekiel Elliott, I would consider trading Elliott and Jarek McKinnon for Bell right now. I'm not going to do it, but I would consider it.
2: But you wouldn't do, However, you we wouldn't, get
0: past next week, and then Ezekiel is playing the rest of the season. There's no chance I'm making a trade.
2: Yeah, yeah, we got to talk about that. Actually, we, we we will in a moment when we look at the most drop list. All right, you need a haul for Le'Veon Bell. Are you guys concerned though about the workload? I, I just I don't get it, Mike Tomlin. Just give James Conner like eight carries. It's not a big deal. You got to win games. You, you can win games by like this helps you win games by keeping him fresh. You cannot give a guy 32 carries every week. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, you can. we no, are doing you, it.
2: It's stupid. I'm sorry.
1: I, it does kind of make you think, though, maybe they don't have plans on having Le'Veon pass this year, doesn't it?
2: I would franchise him
0: every year until he's done.
2: Well, All right. There's your Le'Veon Bell talk. Let's, uh, let's update you on the No Touchdowns Club, which we introduced on Friday's show. All four of us picked a player to score his first touchdown. I gave myself the last pick because I was a gentleman. Uh, Julio Jones was Jamie's pick. He scored. LeSean McCoy was Heath's pick. He scored twice. Dave took Jay Ajayi, which was originally my pick, uh, and then I changed it to Demarius Thomas. So now it's a battle between me and Dave. I think there should be some type of punishment. Last person's pick to score a touchdown has to do something. But did the, uh, bean, booz- eyebrow. Did the bean Boozles come yet? No, I'm not going to do that. Heath, did the Bean Boozles come yet? Um, The Bean Boozles, I do not believe so, no. I don't understand. I don't get it. Alright, somebody's gonna have to buy them today, cause this stuff is happening tomorrow. It is happening on tomorrow's show. Uh, we'll pick yeah, somebody.
0: It, it, I'm not buying them, so.
2: That's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I figured- I promise you, you that much. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, stat of the day. It's not that I don't want to, it's just not gonna happen. Well, you should- well, th- 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 again, thank you. Stat of the day, we have two of them for you, and this is all a trade show, so I wanna put things in perspective here and give some stats that might, uh, make you think about trade value here. Stat of the day number one is about Drew Brees. Drew Brees usually averages around 42 pass attempts per game. 37 pass attempts per game this year for Drew Brees, the number nine quarterback in weekly scoring, which bust. factors in buys. Say that again? He's a bust. Well, he has been. No, he hasn't. I mean, he's number nine, kind of a bust. But uh, <laughs> what do you think? 37 pass attempts per game. What do you think about it's that? It's a lot. Not for him.
1: Well, right, it's not, but it's still, it's not like, it's. I'm not alarmed by it,
0: okay. I guess is what I would say. Good running game that's getting better, good defense that's getting better, two things that he hasn't had very often in his career. Well, you're not really making the case as a Drew Brees by low. But if he's still 30 plus pass attempts on a weekly basis, there's always a chance for those 40 plus pass attempts every now and then.
2: Mm-hmm. He, there's no concern. And only two only three more road games in the fantasy season, week 17's on the road. Uh there would be one, two, three, four, five, six home games coming up for Drew Brees. All right, stat of the day number two. Melvin Gordon right now is the number six running back in standard and number four in PPR. He's the only top ten running back averaging less than four yards per carry. And he's averaging three point (laughs) four yards per carry. It's terrible. Last year, two running backs finished in the top ten in standard and averaged less than four yards per carry, and Melvin Gordon was one of them, along with Garrett Blunt. But they averaged 3.9 yards per carry. He's averaging 3.4 this year.
1: Why are you talking about yards per carry? That's the stupidest stat there is. No, it
2: really isn't. It really isn't. Uh, I know it's not the best, all-encompassing, greatest stat ever, but it is important. And maybe it tells you more about an offensive line than a running back. It doesn't matter. That's what we're dealing with here. Anyway... Can Melvin Gordon be a top ten running back like this? Do you think the yards per carry come up? Like uh, this is crazy. Three point four yards per carry and being a top six running back is 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 crazy town.
1: He's catching a lot of passes. He's scoring a lot of touchdowns. I do think it's interesting and in, that um, they're trying to get somebody else involved in the offense the last game or two. But uh, I love him this week. He will be a top ten running back. Yes, I don't think he's going to be a top four running back. Thankfully.
2: <laughs> okay, and so we're not looking to, to sell Melvin Gordon No Maybe even buy him coming off that bad week last week He's also faced the two best run defenses in football three times this year Denver and Philadelphia So that helps I, I, I'm interested though in the Patriots run defense I think it's gotten really a lot better Um, But they can't defend pass catching running backs really So Melvin Gordon, hooray All right, gentlemen, go to this website right now, harrys.com slash FFT. You say I don't shave very often, but when I do shave, I always use my Harry's razor. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash FFT. Here's why you need to go to that website. I want you to think about this. How much would the following cost you if you went to the store and you bought these items? A razor handle, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade. Five blades. Rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover. We're talking five blades, a razor handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. How much would that cost you? I went and I looked online this morning. Just for the blades alone, if they're good, 16 bucks and up. But you can get all of those things for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping with Harry's Razors at harrys.com slash FFT. That alone is enough for you to go out and try this product. There's really no reason not to give it a try. I love my Harry's Razor. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on Twitter and via email from our listeners who love their Harry's Razor. And the product is so good that Harry's is willing to give you a trial set for free. They know you're going to be hooked. All you have to do is pay for shipping. So get that free trial offer that I told you about. It's a $13 value for free when you sign up. Again, all you have to do is cover the shipping costs. Thirteen dollars is cheap as it is, but now it's just the cost of shipping. Your free trial set is available at harrys. dot com slash fft. harrys. dot com slash fft. As we look at uh, waiver wire from last night, by the way, we're going to preview the Thursday night game soon. Were there any interesting ad drops that you made that you noticed? Anything you want to discuss here? Go for it.
0: Any interesting ones? Um, nothing that's like dramatic. I, yeah. I think it was interesting to see. Uh, DeAndre Washington added more leagues than Jalen Rashard. He was owned, uh, in less leagues, but he's number two, I believe, over almost added player, and Rashard is number five.
1: Is that because Rashard was owned in more before?
0: Yes, Dave, that's what I just said. Okay, good. So he wasn't actually added in more leagues? He was well, he was added in more leagues. He just, he's just not owned in more leagues. He, I believe he's owned in more leagues now.
1: I see like, I've heard a lot of people acting like they think this is DeAndre, DeAndre Washington is the right one to own. I don't understand it. I don't, like, looking at the numbers, looking at the snaps, looking at the receptions, looking at Adams' favorite stat yards per carry, <laughs> I, I don't know what would lead someone to think that DeAndre Washington is better than Jalen Rashard. I
0: don't know if he's better, but I think you're looking at opportunity, and he got red zone opportunities, Rashard did not. I, I, think Washington's a little slightly better in standard formats. I think Rashad's slightly better in PPR. But I think they're so close. I mean, they last year's workload was almost identical. Right. Yeah. I, I, Richard was just better than
1: him. Right. But not by much. And the, no, thing he's is, been, but he has been much better this year.
2: I sort uh, of, yeah, noticed, he's also been healthier. I sort of noticed in the fab leagues, people weren't really all that gung-ho about either guy. Which so is a one-week rental. Yeah, I know, That's but, but there are six, matchup. there are six players on by. So I thought, I thought he would go for, I thought these guys would go for more. They really didn't. And and the fact that they're facing the Bills, like you said, a tough matchup. They just held Doug Martin to 2.5 yards per carry the week before. Joe Mixon, 3.4 yards per carry, which is actually good for him. Um, yeah, I guess people aren't that excited. So I think, I think Washington went for like $3 in our rejects league. And I don't even, I think Rashard, I'm not even sure he got picked up. It may, maybe he was already owned for all I know. Uh, I, no, he wasn't. He wasn't. So, yeah, that was interesting. People weren't going crazy for him. Number one on the most added list, by the way, was Kenny Stills. And, uh-oh, Devontae Parker's going to try to play this week, guys. Was this a mistake for fantasy owners to get Kenny Stills?
0: No, Parker played last year with Matt Moore, and Matt Moore still favored Kenny Stills a lot.
2: Yep, Kenny
1: Stills the one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that it will happen again, though. I mean, Parker, I think, is a better player this year than he was last year.
0: I think Parker is a better player, but Parker's not 100%. Parker's barely practiced over the last three weeks. And Stills and Moore uh, seem to like each other.
2: And correct me if I'm wrong. Matt Moore threw three touchdown passes to Kenny Stills last week. One of them got called back.
0: Uh, you might be right on that.
2: Yeah. I think I'm right. I hope I'm right. By the way, the number two most added player after Kenny Stills is not DeAndre Washington. You forgot about a couple of Bengals. Randy Bullock and the Bengals DST. Sorry the video
0: show I just did I must have taken out the kickers and defenses like most fantasy leagues.
2: yes, I don't blame them uh, but that was kind of interesting Bengal's DST yeah they're they're way up there now they're 61 percent owned. I dropped Andre Ellington in PPR. do you guys have any beef with that
0: No, I dropped John Brown in our IDP league.
2: yep Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden are on the most dropped lists. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think they should be on the most added list. They're both about 60% owned, Alf and McFadden.
0: Well, uh, as our legal analyst told us, there's a good chance that he's going to play all season in terms of Ezekiel Elliott. Yep. And I think if you're the Elliott, if you're not the Elliott owner, does it make sense to carry those guys?
1: It's just, yeah, there's just too many with, with all these teams on a buy. It's hard. It's, it's really true. hard to hold on to them. They, my stash rankings will come out today, and they're not going to be very high on the stash rankings.
2: All right, but it's not a foregone conclusion that Ezekiel Elliott is is not going to face a six game suspension. We might no. find out in a week.
0: It's also not a foregone conclusion who's the guy, and I think that's part of the problem. If, if there was one guy, like if we knew it was McFadden or if we knew it was Alfred Morris, then it's easy to say I'm stashing that guy. Right. It's hard to play that guessing game. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I hear you. It's right. it's it's really the same thing. The Raiders are almost identical. You know, it's like if you were to say Richard is the guy, yeah, or if Washington is the guy,
2: right? But there no was certainty. at least there was a report that suggested that McFadden would be the guy. Sure, and and everything your eyeballs tell you is that
0: he hasn't stepped on the field yeah. yet.
2: That is that is true. <laughs> Can't dispute that. All right, news and notes. News and notes. Someone stole Juju Smith Schuster's bike. And now he's in the concussion protocol.
1: I believe Juju's bike has been returned. Someone said they purchased it and then saw the social media uproar and returned Juju's bike. It, no no coincidence or, or no, no no connection to the fact that Martavis also didn't show up for a meeting <laughs> on the same day.
0: How great would it be if Martavis Bryant stole his bike?
1: That would be and the best. It.
2: That would be – That would be, <laughs> gave him a concussion. At that, well, actually, it's pretty interesting now. Are you hesitant to drop Martavis Bryant now that Juju Smith Schuster is in the concussion protocol? Bryant still owned in, 90, in 84% of leagues, but that's down
0: 5%. If Smith Schuster is active, would it shock you at all at this point with how Mike Tomlin came out yesterday if they made Martavis Bryant inactive this week?
2: No, but what if he's not team. playing? Yeah. What if Smith Schuster is not playing?
1: They're just going to run it 40 times instead of 35. <laughs> okay.
2: Dallas, uh, Eli Rogers. Dallas signed a kicker, Mike Nugent. Washington could get Josh Norman, Brandon Sheriff, and Trent Williams all back this week as they host the Cowboys. Uh, so I, how concerned would you be about Des Bryant if Josh Norman plays?
0: Not very. I mean, he goes from, I, I think, potential top five to still top ten.
2: Philadelphia left tackle Jason Peters and linebacker Jordan Hicks. They're both out for the season. Big hits for the Eagles. Marshawn Lynch's one-game suspension was upheld. Marvin Lewis was not happy with Joe Mixon's complaints about a lack of carries. Do you think that affects Joe Mixon's carries this week against the
1: Colts? Who knows? I'm not happy with the fact that Marvin Lewis is still a Bengals coach.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's got to win games. I'm, I'm actually making Joe Mixon our start of the week. So
2: What? Yep. That's risky, man.
0: Got to take chances, right?
2: I'll come up with a better one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me when think. When you write your own
0: column, you could do it.
2: <laughs> I'm just trying to help. Just trying to help. Um, Sterling
0: who's, Shep. Who's not starting Joe Mixon if they have him at this point?
2: Who's not? Who's not starting him? Yeah, I think a lot of people would not start him. That's why it's a good start of the week.
0: Because I mean, his, his start percentage is 67. But the Colts' run defense has fallen apart the last couple of weeks. Okay. As as their team.
2: Yeah, I just worry about Mixon. I mean. Just their offensive line is so bad. It's so it's bad. Terrible. Um I right, look, it's it's a it's a gutsy call, no question. But but you know the reason somebody asked, should I start Alex Collins over Joe Joe Mixon? Somebody no. emailed no, email. no no no. Okay. Sterling Shepard should be back next week. He's like seventy five percent owned. They gotta buy and then the Rams. Mike Wallace practice. We're gonna get into this game now. Mike Wallace practiced. Um Jeremy Macklin, do do we think how many of the Baltimore receivers are you banking on right now?
0: Well, there's Chris Moore. Michael Campanero.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Javorius Allen. Javorius Allen, yep, he's a good receiver.
2: So we're not thinking that, uh, Macklin and Wallace are going to play at this it's, point? It's,
0: I can't imagine Wallace getting cleared from the protocol in four days.
1: It, that would be, uh, it might be a record. Alright. That's
2: right. a bad message from the league if that happens. Well, didn't that happen with Devontae Parker? I mean Adams?
0: No, Adams was hurt on a Thursday night and then played the following Sunday. Okay, okay. Yeah, 10 days. The
2: opposite. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a lot bigger, yeah. Uh Devontae Parker was limited in practice. So d- do you expect the following players? Emmanuel Sanders, Monday night. Not yet. Golden Tate, Sunday night. No. Nope. Kenny Galladay.
0: Uh, sounds like it.
2: Stephon Diggs. No. Devontae Parker, while well, we're at it. Um, Willie Sneed. Not as of now. Terrence West. Not as of now. Alright. Hey, uh, if you want some advice on who to pick, if you're doing a picks, uh, contest or anything like that, you know what I'm talking about? RJ White, the CBS Sports NFL editor. He is 50 and 28 on NFL picks against the spread. That's a profit of nearly $2,000. 50 and 28. Where do you find his picks? Sportsline.com sportsline.com is a very cool website, a lot of expert analysis, a lot of good stuff for you. And uh the Breeders' Cup is coming up next weekend. We have a, a horse racing expert Jody Demling. He is awesome at what he does. He nailed the winners of the Derby and the Belmont and the 1 2 3 4 finish in the Belmont. So there will be a ton of picks for the Breeders' Cup. If you want access to Sportsline, you won't regret it. It will make it, it, you you will uh recoup this Monthly fee, very quickly nine ninety nine a month on Sportsline.com. That's nothing for advice like this nine ninety nine a month. The Ravens host the Dolphins. I was a little surprised that the Ravens are three and a half point favorites, guys. I think the Dolphins are going to win. What do you think? I
0: think Dolphins won too.
1: Yeah, I was just looking at that, and I think the Dolphins will probably win.
2: I think they're, I think think the Ravens suck. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Here's your stat of the game though, for all of you who picked up Kenny Stills and all of you Jarvis Landry owners. The Ravens allow the third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Only two receivers have scored double digit fantasy points in standard against the Ravens. They are Juju Smith Schuster and Michael Crabtree. Some who have not include AJ Green, Amari Cooper, and Antonio Brown. So, let's start with the Dolphins wide receivers. The most added player in fantasy is Kenny Stills. Jarvis Landry has scored a touchdown in three straight games. How are you ranking those guys?
0: Landry's a borderline number one receiver based on his targets and his production. Um, And Stills is a borderline number two based on the guys who were off this week.
1: I've got Landry as a mid-range number two in standard and a low-end number one in PPR. And I've got Stills as a borderline number two.
2: Would you start Stills over the Baltimore running backs?
1: Yes. Um, gee, I'm not sure <laughs> I'd start him over Javorius in PPR. I think Javorius might catch more passes.
2: Okay. So we're sitting the quarterbacks in this game. The thing about Baltimore is that, like, teams run on them a lot. They, they have given up the second most, okay, they've given up the third most fantasy points to running backs on the second most carries against in the NFL. Meanwhile, the Ravens have given up the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. They've seen the second fewest pass attempts in the NFL. So teams just aren't passing on them. They are running and running and running. It's kind of interesting. Uh, Jay Ajayi, starter sit. Must start. I'm starting him. Must start, but like he hasn't really been. I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but I just want to talk about it. He hasn't really. No, it's just it's just
0: hard with all these guys off. That's the point. You know, I I I agree with you. He hasn't been playing well, but you just have to think it's like maybe in PPR leagues if you have McCaffrey and and McKinnon and
1: Duke Kamara, those guys I'd all
0: turn over in PPR. Yeah, you start. I don't know about McKinnon, but I think the rest are certainly fine.
2: Really start those guys over Jai because he might get like he might get 25 carries, which has been pretty regular. He did last week. Yeah, 23. Right, he did horribly. Um, all right, how about uh, Joe Mixon or JJ Uh,
0: I'm still starting Jai, but it's close.
2: Yeah. Man, in a PPR league, you're really gonna start Duke Johnson over J. I am. I'm not. All right, uh, but we'll definitely like if you have Mark Ingram, you can definitely start him over, yes. over Jay Ajayi. Uh, we talked about the Dolphins' wide receivers. We're not going to start Julius Thomas. Let's go to the Ravens' running backs. Who do you like best in standard? Collins is 49% owned, by the way. Who do you like best in PPR?
1: Allen and both. Okay, yeah. Allen for sure in PPR. Probably in standard, too, just because I'm not sure anybody has any success on the ground. But it's really close in standard.
2: Would you start Buck Allen or Matt Forte?
1: Forte and both. Forte and both.
2: Would you start Buck Allen or Lamar Miller against Seattle? Uh Miller. Yeah. Would you start Buck Allen or Will Fuller?
1: Allen. Allen and both.
2: Okay, last one. Alex Collins or
1: Amari Cooper? Cooper and both.
2: Cooper. All right. Just give me your your quick thoughts on the Baltimore wide receivers. If he's in, then start him. If he's out, then start him. Bring I'm not him out. starting them. No,
0: I would only look at someone like Chris Moore. If everybody's out, if everybody's in, they're all hail Mary plays at best.
1: Well, I mean, at some point, maybe not. Maybe today is a bad day to do it. But like Joe Flacco is having. One of the worst quarterback seasons we've seen. It's incredible. In like the the fantasy football era.
2: It's incredible. And if a guy misses all of training camp in the preseason with a back injury, we need to take that into account going forward. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he might throw for 150 yards. Ben Watson though is top 13 in standard and top 12 in PPR. How much would that change if Wallace and or Macklin play?
1: Not much. I might drop him a couple of spots. I could see him falling down to the 15 range, but he's a good streaming option regardless. His targets have been really consistent for
0: the majority of the season outside of two games. And the Dolphins have given up, I think it's four or five times, at least seven fantasy points in a game to a tight end, which given this particular week would put him close to the top 10 if he gets that.
2: Would you start George Kittle or Ben Watson? Watson. Watson. Would you start Tyler Croft or Ben Watson?
0: I'm starting Croft now, so it doesn't really change for me.
1: I I would go Watson if the receiver all out Croft if uh, Wallace or on play.
2: Jason Witten or Ben Watson. Oh, Witten's a top five ten. Yeah, how, how is Witten lower than Watson for you, Heath Cummings?
1: Yeah, the Redskins are terrible. Terrible. That's true. I've got them right, like ten and twelve. Uh, I should probably. I've- I've doubted Jason Witten too much all year. I should probably move him up more. He's I, had only two bad games.
2: Yeah, Witten.
1: Of the 60s place. He's, he's just... Yeah.
2: I know, I get it. I mean, he's Witten. He's- He's- has. It's a play on
0: Dak as much as a play on Witten.
2: And the Redskins. And the matchup, yeah. Who- Which DST do you like better, guys? Dolphins or Ravens?
0: Ravens was close.
2: I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens a lot. Oh wow, you have them second. I do. Yeah, Jamie has the Ravens 8th, Dave has them 15th. Everybody's got the Dolphins somewhere between 8 and 12. How come you have the Ravens 2nd?
1: I think it would be a good opportunity. Like, I think Matt Moore can have some success, but not very much. I'm, I'm the lowest on Matt Moore as well. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a turnover or two. I think it's is a very low-scoring, ugly game. Four of the la- look at the
2: Dolphins DST if you're, if you want someone. Uh, four of the last five DSTs to face the Ravens have had huge games, all finishing as top 10 DSTs. That week. So the Dolphins uh, facing a team that gives up the 7th most fantasy points to opposing DSTs. We are expecting this to be a low-scoring, uh, you know, DST kind of game. There was a game like that that we expected last week. It did not turn out that way. Maybe it—what uh, the heck was it? Uh, No, no. It Ravens-Vikings, a little more high-scoring, but defense had a lot to do with that, too. So, yeah, we're not expecting a shootout on this Thursday. Won't be like last week. Uh, now perhaps uh, Kenny Stills makes sense in your Fanduel lineup. He is fifty four hundred dollars on Fanduel. Compare that to Jarvis Landry seventy four hundred. You can definitely save the two grand there. Uh, Jay Ajayi sixty nine hundred. You tell me who's the best bargain on the Dolphins. That's what's so fun about Fanduel. It's not just starter sit. It's finding the players that are the best values and avoiding the players that are overpriced. You get to test your skills against fantasy football players from around the country too. So you get to see just how good you are at this game. And you get to win money. Over two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy sports on FanDuel. Whether it's football, baseball, basketball, they have so many options, so many sports on FanDuel. Check it out at FanDuel.com. Click the join now button and use our code CBS pod. The code is CBS pod. New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday million. Over a million dollars in cash prizes in there. Make your first deposit on FanDuel. Use the code CBS pod. FanDuel.com, promo code CBSPOD, void where prohibited. All right, this is where I stop working, and I let the emailers do it all. FantasyFootball at CBSi.com, also your tweets. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dave Richard, at Heath Cummings Sr., Heath Cummings S-R, at Jamie Eisenberg, J-A-M-E-Y, and I am at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R. And this is from Megan. And... Oh... The subject line was Ben Roethlisberger, so that's what I was missing. I couldn't figure out who she was talking about. Uh Ben Roethlisberger, he's been owned and dropped a couple times in my league, and now he's on the waiver wire. Should Ben Roethlisberger be owned based on his second-half schedule? And if so, when should I pick him up? I have Dalton and Mariota right now. P.S., how was Dave's, Dave's son's bar mitzvah?
0: His bar mitzvah was great.
2: You went to um, it, Jamie? I would do it next week. You went to the bar mitzvah? Yes. And then you left for the radio show? Yes. Well, very nice of you. Glad it was good.
0: Um, I would I uh I'd play Dalton this week and then drop Dalton next week for Roethlisberger, and you have
1: Mariota to cover yourself. But I mean, he's got to buy next week. Nobody's going to pick him up then. Yeah, that's why I would do it. Okay. I mean, you could probably even wait another week past that. I'm not 100% sure that even in the second half with the schedule, he's going to be a must-own player.
2: Well, he's thrown like 25 passes each of the last two weeks, which goes back to on Bell carrying the ball. Yeah, but Adams up.
0: already bonanzaed at on Bell, so he's getting hurt at some point.
2: I mean, I don't have to. It's happened 3 years in a row.
0: Yeah, but you put your stamp of approval on it by bringing <laughs> it up.
2: <laughs> no, I suggested selling on Bell. That means he's going to play all through the Super Bowl. Um, uh right, yeah, so Rothersberger is predict the Steelers in the Super Bowl. You know, I think they have got to they have got to get home field advantage. If you want to beat the Patriots, You better win. You can't go to, you're not going to Foxborough winning. It's the bottom line. So, not in the playoffs.
1: I I just wonder, like, with this great schedule, you look after his bye. The Cleveland game doesn't count because it's week 17. Mm -hmm. The Colts, Bengals, and Texans are all on the road. So he's got four home games. One of them's against Baltimore. One of them's against Green Bay, who they may have to throw the ball four times to beat. I I don't know. I'm a little nervous.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I see your point. It just when Ben Roethlisberger's right, he he does well in every single home game, and he's had what three home games so far, and he's scored twenty points in two of the three. The other was against Jacksonville. Yeah, I, I think he'll
1: be a borderline number one quarterback. Yeah.
0: All right. I mean, look to be fair, if if uh, Mariota's receiving court doesn't get right, he may be better than Mariota the rest of the way, by week on.
2: This email is from Patrick. Rest of season, Jordy Nelson or Jarvis Landry? Jarvis. Whew, man.
0: <laughs> it's it's funny. Who would have thought in August we'd be saying the Dolphins quarterback situation on their third guy is better for their <laughs> receivers than Jordy Nelson's quarterback situation come week eight?
2: Well, credit them. I mean, they have one of the better backups in the league. But, yeah, I mean, I agree with Heath Jarvis Landry over Jordy. How about you, Jamie.
0: I mean, it's, it's, hard to say one game is the epitome of how bad it's going to be, but. <laughs> Stop hedging.
1: Bad. It's bad.
2: <laughs> but the thing, we got, you have to mention that Jarvis Landry has scored all three of his touchdowns with Devontae Parker injured.
1: Yeah. Then, I don't care if Jarvis Landry doesn't score a touchdown again the rest of the year. He's
2: still going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next is Jason from yeah, New Orleans. The same of <laughs> rest of the year. Jason from New Orleans. Dear 11, Demogorgon upside down and will. Stranger things. Stranger things. Two more days. Season two. Yeah, yeah, we're all we're all excited. Uh <laughs> who who do you like better this week? Joe Mixon or CJ Anderson? Uh
1: Joe Mixon. I've got Anderson one spot higher. Why? Oh, why Joe Mixon? It's I mean better it's kinda the same situation. I don't it's not a better matchup. The Colts for defense has been much better than the Chiefs not run lately. defense this year.
2: Uh, okay okay, but season long,
1: I mean the Colts have had a surprising. Well, the Chiefs' defense. run defense hasn't been good lately.
2: Well,
0: I mean I'm just looking at fantasy points allowed to running backs. Right. Colts are second. The
1: Chiefs are eighteenth. Colts that, are That is one way to judge it.
2: Colts give I up I see you, the fourth most, but you said second most? They're
1: second up most. there. I think it yeah, I think it depends on which uh which site you're looking up for that. But
2: yeah, they they suck. Um you know what, the thing about the Colts is look at the last 2 weeks. They've given they've done very well except in both games one long touchdown run to Derrick Henry and TJ Yeldon. It happened. I'm not gonna say that, but DeMarco Murray averaged 3.3 3 yards per carry, Chris Ivory averaged 2.8 yards per carry. Henry and Yeldon had the big uh, big runs. All right, uh I actually think uh, when we break down those games tomorrow, we should have some pretty interesting discussions. Here's a question from Brian in a neighborhood in Chicago. Let Dave figure that out. Is Amir Abdullah worth keeping? I don't know when I would ever start Amir Abdullah.
1: If that's how you feel, then don't keep him. I I understand the feeling. I, I would hold on to him. I think he's still a borderline number two most weeks, and I do think he'll have some good games the rest of the year. I can't believe I'm now stumping for a Abdul. No, no, I
0: agree with you, but if if that's how you like if your team is is in good enough shape that you don't think you're ever going to play him, A, try and trade him. B, if you think that there's somebody that's more valuable to stash, like if your receiving core is mediocre and Corey Davis is out there and you're running back situation is stacked, you'd want to speculate on that. You want to speculate on Josh Doxon. You want to speculate on Maybe carrying Greg Olson. There, there are scenarios where you can get rid of Amir Abdullah. He'll probably be picked up right away, but.
2: I think, uh, if you want to be hopeful about something, they've been playing, TJ Lang and Rick Wagner have been playing hurt. Maybe they get healthy after the bye. That's too important offensive lineman for them. Taylor Decker, maybe he comes back soon. I haven't really found a reliable update on Taylor Decker, their left tackle, but their, their starting left tackle, their filling left tackle for Taylor Decker has been awful. So hopefully he gets back. Um, that would help Stafford as well. Now, you mentioned some stashes. We got a question from Nick about Greg Olson. We got a question from Steven about Danny Woodhead. Should we be stashing Greg Olson and Danny Woodhead? Do we have timelines for these guys?
1: Greg Olson is moving up in the uh, stash appeal, and I think this week, if you want to be sneaky about it, is the week to do it if you've got an extra roster spot, because he is eligible to start practicing next week. He's out of the boot, out of the cast, off the crutches, walking around in shoes, So he He can't can't, play till week twelve. though. He can't play till come back till November twenty sixth. So it's got to be a a deeper bench league. But next week is when the buzz will start about Greg Olson. I haven't heard anything about Danny Woodhead. So I'm not saying it's not. I just haven't heard anything.
2: Yeah, he should be able to play, eligible to play in a few weeks. But I I looked up this morning and didn't really see anything reliable on Danny Woodhead either. Um, All right, that brings us to Josh from the home of the best college mascot. A.K.A. Big Red. Is that Nebraska? Oh, that would be in Lincoln. Yeah, it
1: would be in Lincoln. But I, when they said best college mascot, I figured it was Lawrence, Kansas.
2: Yeah, yeah and I thought it was Coral Gables, Miami. Um, so you ever been to Lincoln, by the way?
1: Uh, I don't think I have. I've been to a lot of places in Omaha, but I've never never been to Lincoln.
2: I have been to Lincoln. I will tell you, Nebraska fans are the nicest fans I've ever encountered. Good for them, and Josh, good for you. Is it time to panic on the Packers wide receivers? I have Jordy and Devontae. Should I sell now while they still have value, or do you think things will get better?
0: You're selling 50 cents on the
1: dollar at best. Yeah, but they might be worth a quarter in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't think they still have value. Uh, wow. Well, but if they do, yes. They're, I would rather have Amari Cooper than either one of them.
0: Who rank these receivers rest of season? Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, Larry Fitzgerald.
1: I would rather have both of them than Larry Fitzgerald. Both of them than Larry Fitzgerald. In a standard league. In a PPR league, I think I'd dig Fitz.
2: Does it make any difference to you that last year, Drew Stanton, I think he started one game. He threw, I think I have the numbers out. I think it was like six for 82 and two touchdowns to Larry Fitzgerald. And then David Johnson had about 30 yards, and nobody else had more than 11.
1: No, Drew Stanton is arguably the worst quarterback in the NFL during his career, which has now lasted 10 years. If it's him. And Blaine Gabbert's like the fourth worst.
2: It was six for 81 and two touchdowns for Larry Fitzgerald on eight targets. David Johnson had 28 yards. No other Arizona player had more than 11. That was, uh. I,
1: I would be happy selling Jordy Ortevante for Landry, for Amari Cooper, for Alshon.
2: How about for Marvin Jones?
1: Yep. Uh, I, yeah.
2: I mean, Jordy can't be that bad. Brett Huntley's not going to throw for 85 yards every week. <laughs> it can't be that bad, right? Or maybe Cad.
0: Well, it depends. I mean, how good is Aaron Jones?
2: How good is Aaron Jones? That's a good question. How, how much faith do you guys have in Aaron Jones going forward? I think, you know, if, at this point,
0: he's probably got to be in the same category as Mixon, Abdullah, Anderson.
2: Okay. Uh, this tweet is from Fantasy Eddie.
0: Mid-tier number two, I guess.
2: Fantasy Eddie says, Buy or sell that this is the week to buy low on Sterling Shepard. Great schedule coming up. I buy it. Okay. This is from Eric. Eric says, Oh, oh, we have some team names. People were very upset that Team Name Tuesday is going away. At least three people were. Earths, Wentz, and Fire.
1: Outstanding. Outstanding.
2: From Outlandish Bones. It hurts whence I touch down there.
1: That's also
0: very good.
2: And Justin said – I wish
0: we just captured the sound of you that day.
2: Oh. oh Touchdown there. <laughs> Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-juju. <laughs> That's very good. All right. Thank you for the lovely team names. This is from Ruben. Uh, can we please say, my boy Zach Ertz is the best tight end in the NFL. What more does he have to do? Lubin, look look to me
0: in my eyeball. Ruben. <laughs> <Lupin. laughs>
1: Um, I, you know, it's interesting. I did some dynasty polls yesterday because I'm updating my dynasty rankings and asked who the number one tight end in dynasty should be. And it was Gronk, Kelsey, and Ertz. And 41% went with Ertz. Hmm. I still think it's Gronk. But, um, what Ertz has to do is have a season of what he's doing now to be the number one tight end in, for me to say that. <laughs> have, have, you see have him l- slowing down. Have one year where you top 900 yards. Have one year where you get double-digit touchdowns.
2: I mean, come on. You still have to rank Gronk ahead of him. Ertz has, yeah, I do. Yeah. we well, don't have to. I yes, mean, you do. Gronk is, 28. You, you Gronk
1: are, is 18 oh. months older than Ertz, so it's not really that much difference.
2: But body-wise, it's like 10 years. I meant seasonal. Seasonal, you have to rank, rank Gronk ahead. Oh, yeah.
0: Right? I I would say rest of the season, you'd rather have Gronk. But would it surprise you at this point if Ertz is the best tight
2: end rest of the way? No, no, it wouldn't surprise me, but I still think you got to take Gronk. Uh Ertz has eleven more targets, ten more catches, forty two yards, and one more touchdown than Rob Gronkowski thus far. In one more game. In one more game, yeah. Uh Jason Thomas, rest of season, Matt Ryan or Tyrod Taylor? Ryan. Uh man. <laughs> these
0: four games, these next these next three games, he could he could outscore him by five or six points a week.
1: Yeah, the, the fantasy playoffs when Ryan finishes, uh, Saints, Bucks, Saints. I think. Is that good? I, 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 think it will be. I, the Saints I still, I like as a big play defense. I don't think they are a shutdown defense.
0: Well, I mean, they just faced a big play defense and, or not a shutdown defense. That's
1: true.
2: Yep. Ryan. So so you say Ryan, Jamie? I'll say Ryan. Vicar but... Ryan. And, uh, this is from no name here, sorry. But it's a good question. Hey, Stanley, Fletcher, Lloyd, and Bruce. I know that. Those are Jim Carrey characters. By the way, what is Lubin from? Is that uh, Heartbreak Kid?
0: No. It's uh, Along Came Polly.
2: Oh, Along Came Polly, yeah.
0: Hank Azaria when he's the so scuba diver. So are you for scuba?
2: You, you do scuba? Yeah. Uh, Deontay, how do you feel about these guys? Deontay Thompson for the Bills, who in his first game with Buffalo had 100 yards. And Demarcus Robinson for the Chiefs.
0: Well, I, I think when you look at Deontay Thompson, he's playing with the best quarterback in the NFL. So, um, You mean DeMarcus Robinson? No, no, I mean... Playing with the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, no, Patrick Mahomes is not playing yet. <laughs> um, I I think both guys are deep league plays, but you're not going to start them with any semblance of confidence. Yeah,
1: Robinson is available in a lot of dynasty leagues, and he, he's a good stash. He's He looks like an NFL receiver.
2: And then finally, Patrick in uh, Northern Kentucky. Can you take a minute to talk about D.D. Westbrook from the Jaguars? It shows he's set to return in Week Nine, and I see him popping up on transaction ads.
0: Yeah, um, you know, with uh, with Robinson out, they haven't really had a go-to guy. We've seen Hearns play well at times. We've seen Lee play well at times. Uh, this is a kid that looked really good in the preseason. So it's still Blake Bortles. It's still the Jaguars. It's still not a, a, a Allen Robinson type of player. But if you're speculating, um, I was very happy Adam and the dynasty league team that we share. Uh uh-huh, Yeah. That, that he's on our taxi squad. You didn't even ask me. Well, I haven't asked you about anything yet, which is why we're six and one. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> if you'd asked just, me, we'd own Carson Palmer, Andrew Luck, and David Johnson.
0: Well, we do own Carson Palmer. We just oh. dropped Carson Palmer to Smart. pick up, uh, IDP player, but we have, uh, we have Jameis and, and Trubisky. So our quarterbacks are, should be set for a long time.
2: Hope so. All right, guys, so let's finish off with some
0: grade the trade. How about about Dave, uh, Mr. Kenny Galladay himself? Uh, I I took Kenny Galladay in the – how many rounds of the rookie draft? Six? Six. I took Kenny Galladay in the sixth round of our rookie draft, and Dave sends me a trade offer yesterday of Tyler Croft for Kenny Galladay. It's as if I don't know that he has the biggest man crush on this this man.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, do you need a tight end? No. Oh, well then. And then he sends me a message after I
0: rejected the trade offer. He's like, I need a receiver. What can you? What can I give you for Galladay? So I said something with long term appeal because I think Guinea Galladay has long term appeal. And he didn't send me anything in return.
2: Okay, well, give him some time. Give Dave some time. Let's do grade the trade and buy low or heck no, real quick here from Joseph, uh, half PPR. Give Amir Abdullah, Devonte Parker, and Kirk Cousins. Abdullah, Parker, and Cousins get McCaffrey and Camara. A
1: PPR. plus plus. Yep.
2: All right, from Andrew, give up Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper. Woo! Yeah. Get Antonio Brown and Travis Kelsey. A. Yeah, I like it. From, oh, man, where's the – from Jim in Jimsville. Sorry, Jim. Uh Two quarterback, 10-team PPR league, three receivers. So two quarterbacks, PPR, three receiver league. Uh I'm five and two. Lost Carson Palmer. Have Andrew Luck as well. Should I trade Ezekiel Elliott for Jameis Winston, Amir Abdullah, and Chris Hogan? Get Jameis, Abdullah, and Hogan. Give up Zeke.
0: You got to feel very confident that he's not playing six games.
1: Yeah, I would not do it. Yeah, yeah but it's a two-quarterback I, I league. Uh, I'd try to pick up Matt Moore and then hope there's another quarterback to pick up in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, if you can get Matt Moore, that would change things. But, uh man, you're desperate. That's tough. All right, buy low or heck no, guys. Let's finish the show here. Ooh, a lot of rhyming. K- Curtis Norwood, buy low on Golden Tate or heck yeah, no.
1: I like it. He's all, probably almost free.
2: All right. How about uh, from G. Mula? Buy Well, I already kind of talked about this one. Buy low or heck no on Melvin Gordon. I don't really think he's a buy low.
1: But buy we, low?
2: How could you buy low on that? Just because he's coming off such a bad game. But,
0: uh, I mean, no guy has one bad game and all of a sudden he's a buy-low I
1: will say no thanks, guy. It's two of the last. No, it's heck no, Heath. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly what I did.
2: Yeah. All right, fine, whatever. Caleb says, uh low uh, or heck-no on Derrick Henry? Bilo. low uh, Why? If he's free. Yeah, like what would you give up for Henry? Um, uh, Will Fuller? You would? Fante Adams. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but like, but why? I mean, Henry hasn't really warranted that. What? I don't really think Henry has warranted that.
0: Well, I, I, I think you're still talking about a running back that's going to retain some top 30 value. And DeMarco Murray now dealt with a hamstring injury twice or a groin injury and a hamstring injury. What happens if that knocks him out? If, if, if DeMarco Murray misses again, let's just say they're coming off the of bye week, he, he breaks his hand, whatever he did in the preseason and you know he's out. Would you would rather trade it? Would you have liked to trade for Der- Derrick Henry?
2: Well, of course, but if he doesn't get hurt and he stays in the lineup, Demarco Murray, then Derrick Henry's probably useless for you.
0: Uh, I don't know if he's useless.
2: Flex if, if the
0: Titans were playing this week. Where do you think Derrick Henry would rank as the second running back in Tennessee?
2: This week and next week, there are six teams on by right. Okay, so next week. That's it. Okay, it's one. His rest of season outlook is only really good if Demarco Murray gets hurt. True or false? Derrick Henry's rest of season outlook is good only if Demarco Murray gets hurt and misses cut. That's true, but true. But
0: this is this is now a guy in, in Murray, and and you're right. I'm not I'm not saying you you should give up a lot in trying to get Henry, but if if Demarco Murray has one of these injuries that does knock him out for multiple weeks, yeah. why would you not want that on your team? You would hit the lottery.
2: Absolutely, from that in that respect, yeah. Okay, uh, Joe. Like, like, again,
0: just just to, I know you want to move on, about this, but like, would you rather carry at this point Jonathan Stewart, Isaiah Corral, or Derek Henry on your team?
2: Well, I'd rather have Henry than Crowell for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're giving away somebody that you have no intentions of starting, sure, might as well stash the guy that has upside. That's yeah. what you're getting at. Yeah. From Juan, buy low or heck no on Joe Mixon. Buy low. Buy low. Now, now he does have some tough games coming up on the schedule. Cause after the Colts, it's at Jacksonville, at Tennessee should be fine, but at Denver, Cleveland, very good run defense this year. Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh actually gives up fantasy points the Russians. I think back.
0: the thing with Cleveland, and I wonder if we're, we're seeing it with the Colts too, as they continue to lose, is the, is the desire on the defensive side of the ball the same?
2: Alright, you know what? I'll call it a neutral schedule for Mixon. Some good, some bad. Uh, I, I would just, honestly, I would
0: buy low just for this week. If you can.
2: From Travis, buy low or heck no on Lamar Miller. Dilly Dilly. The by low, Dilly Dilly thing is great, by the way. Yeah. So uh, Miller Miller's very interesting to me, guys. Um, One touchdown, one rushing, one receiving touchdown this season. But he gets a lot of work. Should be on a much better offense than what he's been on than he, what he was last year with Houston. I do feel like he's a good by low. And the other guy that Travis mentioned was Keenan Allen. Both Keenan Allen and Lamar Miller, maybe they, maybe they're in for some second-half touchdown regression, positive touchdown regression, because they get... Like Miller gets some work inside the ten, um, you know more than De- Deontay Foreman. Keenan Allen has had the fifth most targets in the red zone in the NFL and the fifth most targets inside the ten in the NFL. These guys just need to score touchdowns.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna do it, I think for both of them. Well, certainly for for Allen, do it now because he could go off against the Patriots.
2: I want to thank all of our listeners for programming the show today. Good stuff, and I want to thank Jamie and Heath. And we'll talk to you tomorrow with the AFC home games and, uh, you know, some other stuff for you. Looking forward to it. Six AFC home games, six NFC this week, not including the Thursday night game. and uh, Or I think actually maybe including the Thursday night game. Not a lot of games this week. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking because it's just getting worse every time I open my mouth. See you later. Bye.